This episode is brought to you by the Baritone. The Baritone? You ever carry a Baritone around, but you just need something to carry it because it's just so darn heavy? I do all of the time. I throw out my back once carrying one of those things. That's 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 pretty impressive. I'm I'm kind of weak. Oh, that's fair. But with this week's advertisement, you get your own little carrying buddy. A carrying buddy. I named mine Barry. Barry, the baritone carrier. Yeah, he lifts it up for me, so all I have to do is put my mouth on it. That's awesome. And it was quiet enough because everyone was thrown off that there was a bear just holding a big musical instrument, so it was easier for me to play. So wait, the bear atone is a bear that carries your instrument for you. Yeah, so then you won't throw it your back either. Aw, that's adorable. And if someone tries throwing, stealing your baritone, then your baritone will punch them. Yeah. A bear deck. Because bears punch people. I've seen it happen oh. at least twice. Alrighty. And Barry has had his share of violence. Well, at least you didn't eat anybody yet. <laughs> How much is it, Steve? It's eighteen seventy-six. That's really cheap for a bear. Yeah. Last bear I paid for was Barry Nine. <laughs> That's terrible. Terrible. <laughs> Hello. Well, welcome back to SNL. I'm S. I'm L. How's it going, S? It's going good, Al. How are you? After that amazing advertisement, I'm a little better. Oh, that's good. I'm glad. What's our uh, topic today? Our topic today is experiences in music. Oh, great. And me being from Grace, I've got at least two. At least two. See, that's <laughs> a lot for Logie, being from Grace. <laughs> Which one of my, that's where one of my stories is going to take place. Oh, tell me about it. Oh, you want to start off with the good one? <laughs> of course. We always start off with the good ones here at SNL. Okay, so uh, I lived in Grace. Grace has a, a fair every year at the beginning of August. I believe it's like the 1st through the 8th, maybe? Okay. Have you ever heard of it? No. I've never even heard of Grace. <laughs> it's down by Soda Springs in Lava. Oh, okay. That's, that's where I'm from. Oh, well. But anyway, anyway, it's it's really popular because it was always really packed and everyone would show up for it. I mean, it's a small town. I would assume that everyone would be there because there wouldn't be much else to do. Well, I mean, people from like Soda and Pokey and would show up. Okay. Right. Uh, another popular, like the biggest popular thing they've got is probably the rodeo down there. Okay, I could see that. Right, and uh, every year they have a super big tent set up where they have entertainment like hypnotists and uh, singers. and I don't remember much because back then across from the tent they have a bunch of rides and entertainment stuff set up for people. And that's where you were. Yeah, oh, <laughs> except when I was eight. What did you do when you were eight, Logie? Uh, my mother used to run the equipment for in the sound setup. Okay. Okay. And so she was able to get her kids into acts if they wanted to. And what type of act did you want to do, Logie? <laughs> I was a country singer. <laughs> Yeehaw! So I sang Boot Scoop Boogie. 
Is that what it's called? Boot Scoot and Boogie by Brooks and Dunn. Okay, so I'm glad you know that, and yeah. I don't, because this was when I was eight, and I'm 30. Yeah, I was I was probably around eight, too, when I let... But I owned that CD at one point, so we're That's, not going there. My family did, too, because if you're from Grace, you're automatically a hick. That's fair. Putting That's it fair. nicely. It's <laughs> fair. So, for two weeks, our family would practice their acts, and I would practice mine, except for... In, like, halfway, there's this really, really long, um, just music. Okay. No chorus. Okay. Like, you know what I'm talking about, yeah. right? The breakdown kind of thing. Yeah. We're, so there's no singing at all. And I, I just couldn't think of what to do in between. Otherwise, I'm just going to be standing there like a moron. Did you did you not make up a dance routine for that? No. Oh, I was a singer, have. not a dancer. Damn. Even though I, I took um, tap dancing down there. Oh. Because Grace has nothing to do. That's adorable. <laughs> so I couldn't think of a single thing, and my mom was like, oh, do like, do a dance routine. I think that's what she said. Or like, or go like, boop, 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 like just, just fill in the fill void. In the void. <laughs> okay. That's great. <laughs> but I didn't want to because I didn't want to look stupid. Okay. So the day came when we performed, well, I performed, um, I, I sang it marvelously. <laughs> Marvelously. Because I've got a good country accent. <laughs> All right. I could see that. <laughs> so it hits that part, and I'm just like, I'm just having my foot, and my mom, like, like leans in, and, like, she's whispers, do it, do it. And I'm just like, no, Mom, I know I won't do it. <laughs> <laughs> and every every single person under the tent was just cracking up because it just happened the whole time. Oh, that's great. So that's where I started my... Um, Music your, career, your I guess. Country, country music career? Yeah. Uh, before that, I was in a group called the Country Kids. Oh. Which was at the auditorium down there, and we would just... A bunch of kids would sing random stuff. But, That's adorable. But that was my That's big... super cute. Big debut. That was your big debut. Yeah. Oh. So so tell me when you've got... <laughs> Whatever. So I, I myself, um, I wanted to be... That was my overall goal as a kid. So when I turned, I was probably 17, 18. I picked up a guitar and I started like trying to learn from my friends how to play guitar. And I always wanted to be in a band and do all of this fun stuff. And I always, by the time that I made it into an actual band, which did happen for a few short months, I played in a local ska band in Denver. What's a ska band? Ska is... For us, it was basically punk rock with horns. So, like, we had two trumpet players and a trombone player, which I was the trombone player, not knowing actually how to play trombone. Okay. Just so we, just so we put that out there. I have never taken a lesson. I never learned anything. I kind of learned a few of the positions on the trombone, which is not one of the easier things because it's not like you're holding something down. You literally have to know exactly where on the trombone to hold the little uh, slide uh-huh. to make it make the right, the proper note that you want it to make. Uh-huh. So, and I had no idea how to do this. <laughs> Flat out. Like, I've worked with some of the trumpet players on, like, how to figure it out and things like that. So I learned mildly how to match pitch with them and that was how I played but the first 
video that we ever made when we were playing, which is somehow still possibly hidden on my, uh, what is it, my Facebook, I think, somewhere. So it might still be in there. I've seen it, but I don't know if other people can see it. Um, I had no idea what I was doing. I was just literally pulling my slide out and blowing. <laughs> and it was horrible. And that was literally the consistency of me playing in that band during a lot of that time was I was just trying to play the trombone and match the pitch with the trumpets so that it sounded okay over the rest of the music. Uh -huh. And it was horrible. <laughs> so if you're going to play in a band like that, at least learn your instrument. Speaking of band, uh, I had one in sixth grade. They wanted to introduce band and choir, but you were forced to take it. Oh, right. Nice. And so I'm just like, this sucks, because <laughs> I didn't like either at the time. And so there's like, pick one. I'm like, okay, I guess I'll pick band. And they made me go buy my own instrument, like they didn't supply them. Yeah, that sounds about right. Right. So I went and I bought I bought a baritone. A baritone sax. Yeah. Okay. And I was really bad at it. I yeah. <laughs> so a week passed, and they wanted us to practice at home, and I got I got crap to do, man. I got gaming to do. Fair, so, fair. So I was just like, I, mean... I don't want to do this. I'm going to switch to choir. And so I told them, like, I'm going to switch to choir since we're forced to take it. And they're like, okay. So I I think I left the baritone in the basement or something. Yeah. Right? And I went to choir. <laughs> we did choir for a week. This sucks. <laughs> so guess what I did? You quit choir and went back to playing the sax. <laughs> I went back to band. <laughs> um... And I saw my baritone, and I picked up where I left off. Except because I was gone a week, they were going to make us catch up. Oh, God. Right? And and so I tried to, like, this sucks. <laughs> so guess what I did? You quit and went back to choir. <laughs> I sure did. <laughs> um, uh, a week went by. It happened again. But they would not have it. They wouldn't have it. So they wouldn't let me switch. Yeah. So instead of punishment, they made me do a duet in front of all the parents. Oh? Yeah, with a girl who hogged the mic. Okay. And I never took choir again. Fair. No, I never took any musical thing again. See, I never did music in school. Like, actually, like, physically doing it in school. Like I said, my friends played instruments. So I had picked up a guitar kind of guitar from that it was an electric guitar okay i don't remember what one specifically she used i think it was a squire but i'm not sure what's a squire a squire it's a fender brand it's the brand that makes the guitar okay so there's that thing i mentioned in the podcast where you teach me stuff and you haven't oh, taught me very much yet i'm sorry I'm, so this I'm is terrible. a good so, musical learning experience for okay, me that's fair so a squire guitar is a fender brand of guitar so it's, the tones on it are different than, like, depending on what type of guitar you're using, you're going to come up and have different tones playing different instruments, as well as the humbuckers and the pickups. A humbucker is a double pickup, <laughs> and a pickup is just your single pickup. 
And the pickup are the little magnets that reverberate the sound through the guitar so that the guitar makes the noise. I didn't know guitars had magnets. They do. That's the little... Uh, electric guitars do, not standard guitars. Because a standard, like a an acoustic guitar, is going to have a hollow body. So it'll have the little hole. Right. So when you pluck the string, oh. the string vibrates into the hole, which makes the sound. That's cool. Yeah. I didn't know that. <laughs> so that's basically how that works. Okay. So um, she had a guitar, and I would learn little snippets here and there not actually really knowing what I was doing I was taught how to play tablature which tablature is it'll tell you what string and what um basically what section to hold down to make a certain note a certain noise and it would give you numbers on certain strings that you would play and it that's how you would get your sound that would how how you make your tones, your tune in general. Okay. So I learned um, "Sweet Dreams" by Marilyn Manson, or at least a version of it, because it's <laughs> I've seen it played three, two or three different ways. That's the song that's like "Sweet Dreams." Sweet dreams are made of these. Who yes. am I to disagree? It's that one. Yeah, but okay. it's the Marilyn Manson version, so it's a heavier version. I didn't know there was a the heavy version for yeah. that. So I learned how to play that was the first song that I learned how to play on guitar. And then my brother had a guitar that he never used that he bought off at a like pawn shop and that I snuck out of his room and had somebody restring <laughs> it for me and get it so that I could use that guitar until I could talk my parents into buying me one for Christmas. Okay. And I asked for lessons. And my parents turned to me and said, basically, we're not going to get you lessons because you're going to give this thing up in a few months. What? And in a sense, they would have been right, except for the fact that they said that to me and I'm stubborn. <laughs> so I continued. No, so she's like, no, I won't. <laughs> yeah. So I continued for the next 10 years to play guitar and never got good at it. I I think you're okay at it. I'm okay, but when I'm not heard. good. But you were in a band. <laughs> I was in a band where I played a trombone that I didn't know how to play, and I had two or three songs that I would play guitar on, well, which I, were all songs that I had written myself. I thought you were actually like in a traveling band that you did we guitar. We were. We were. But you didn't do guitar? No. I played the trombone for most of the songs in the band, except for songs that I had written myself. See, I'm glad we're talking about it, because yeah. I had no idea, and now I'm corrected. <laughs> now, now you're learning. Okay. So... Though, in my defense, one of the first song that they ever got to play on the radio was one of, was the song that, the primary song that I had written the guitar riff for. Huh. Which I actually wrote in the parking lot of a bagel place. <laughs> yeah. Do you remember what it was called? Uh, the song is called Antihero That's by the AOKs. I was talking about the, the shop. Oh, the bagel place? Yeah. No. What? Because no. I didn't know there were bagel places. There, yeah, this is not in Idaho, or in the state that we live in. Uh, this is back in Colorado, where I was living. We were living in Colorado Springs, and me and my roommates, because two of my roommates were in my band. Okay. 
and we were sitting at the bagel place, and I always kept my guitar in the trunk of my car because you never know when they wanted to do it. Yeah, I never knew when I wanted to play. So we were sitting in the parking lot, and I whipped out the guitar and just... I ripped off a riff from an Offspring song. Um, so basically, I was doing a bad rendition of an Offspring song, but we thought it sounded really cool. So we were like, we want to use that for a song. Uh-huh. And we wrote it and rewrote it and worked with it. And eventually it came out to be the song Antihero. That's cool. Yeah. Um... It's not necessarily a story, but something I really, really like is just, like, sitting there listening to people just play guitar. No vocals or anything, but just guitar. Okay. But I had a buddy who would specifically get on gaming headset with me and would just sit there and play for me. Oh, that's super cool. That was nice. Yeah, I have I have a friend who still, last I knew, still lived in Denver. And okay. she would occasionally, she'll occasionally send me vocal tracks that she'll do. Okay. So, and I think that's super cool just to get to hear these different people doing stuff that, you know, that you don't hear on the radio. It's not mastered. It's not redone. It's just raw. And that's always been something I've always loved about music is how it can be very raw or it can be super just remastered and doubled up and just it's really cool have it's a silly question have you ever in public done a love song for a girl no but i did oddly enough so my (laughs) ex-girlfriend's ex-girlfriend's ex-girlfriend so and this is just a really (laughs) weird situation so my ex-girlfriend's ex-girlfriend asked me to learn to play a song for her ex-girlfriend at one point. And I did learn how to play that for them. Uh-huh. Because, and I don't remember, I'm trying to remember the name of the song off the top of my head. Um, I know it's on my playlist for work, but I can't remember it. Um... And I couldn't play it to this day anymore. But I did learn that for them. I did not learn the vocal that went on top of it. I did learn to play the song, though. And it sounded pretty good. There were a couple of songs that I did learn to play for different people and different girls. I started learning um, Nothing Else Matters by Metallica, which was me and my first long-term girlfriend's uh, song. Okay. And I got to, like the first like not even quarter of the song before it got too complicated for me at the time to play and then after that I just kind of stopped playing it but I could play the beginning and it sounded nice uh, yeah <laughs> something I've always wanted to do and I might do it one day but do you remember how it was very romantic when a guy would sit in so in a girl's lawn and then like hold, hold up the boombox hold up the boombox right so what i want to do i don't care who it's for i might do it for like my best friend yeah um i want to specifically make a tape 
that has me singing a song really badly and really off bad. off pitch. <laughs> and I would sit, and I would hold up the boom box and just have them sit there listen to a very horrid song. Oh, if we ever do videos, I want that as a video. I don't care how that works. It'll just be great. It's going to go two ways. It could go them laughing and recording it, or they might freak out and call the police. Or it could go both ways, where maybe their neighbor will call the police, <laughs> and they'll laugh at you. And then the police will come and laugh at you. I don't think the police laugh as much as I think they do. <laughs> they might. They're people, too. It's okay. But I know I can sing because I took musical theater in high school, and I got to play the lead in one of the skits we did. Very nice. But I bring this up, and it's music-related because it's music theater. I had a, a really good fan base just in senior year because that's when I like really got myself out there. Okay. So we did music theater. Our choreographer loved Mamma Mia. So almost every song was from there, and it drove me nuts. But there was two songs we didn't, which was Gaston, which was the big, big one for me. Okay. And then we did... I don't remember what it's called, but it's like 300 minutes. Oh, it's the song from... Rent? Rent. Yes. Thank you. Okay. So it's that one. 365 minutes or days. (laughs) I don't know either. Yeah. It's been too long. Yeah. It's more than 10 years ago. Yeah. So before the song started, the the curtains opened because it was the finale. And I was sitting there with my head down next to a girl. And everyone is about to sing, and I hear my my cult following in the audience. Yeah, it's Longay. Let's go! And like I couldn't keep a straight face, and I like I like looked up and waved, and the girl next to me got really pissed off. She's like, "Don't you dare! Don't do that again! You're gonna ruin this for us." That's great. <laughs> I love that. But it was it was so quiet, and so everyone heard it, and it was it was awesome. That is. Oh, my closest experience to that was, um, so there was one time that my ex-girlfriend had come to one of my shows when we were playing up in Denver, and I had this, there was this little girl that was, like, a huge fan of our band, and she was a huge fan. She would have been a groupie, but I never slept <laughs> with her or did anything with her. Okay. But she was she was a fan, and I was up there uh, fixing, like, testing the mics and fixing my amplifier and getting everything set up, and I was the only one on stage. She is sitting in a booth behind my ex-girlfriend, and you just hear this girl yell out that I'm sexy. Steve, sexy! Yeah. <laughs> Did she say Steve or Steven? She's, I think she said Steve, because I think most people oh, know me God. as Steve. Okay. <laughs> uh, Steven is usually more of a close, close friend kind of thing. Okay. But, so she yelled that out, and you could, and I looked over at her, <laughs> and I saw her and my girlfriend, like, she's over here cheering, hands up in the air, rooting for me, and my ex-girlfriend's face just drops. <laughs> I was like, oh... That was so worth it. And I, because I was embarrassed by the whole situation, I just kind of threw up my hand (laughs) in like celebration. Like, yeah, I know I'm awesome. And 
finished setting up my stuff and walked off stage. And that was that. And then, of course, shortly after that, we played our set. Which was, I think, one of our better sets. Because I know the, the one that we did just before I left the band was probably our worst set. And that was highly because of my fault. Because I'd gotten a new amp. I got a new half stack. Which wow. I, half stack is one of the bigger amps. Yeah. And that's usually what they use on stage unless they're using a full stack. But that would be for more of like a stadium show or something like that. Not just a small venue. But I had gotten a new one, which was this similar to the one that I had been using. It was just I'd never played with this one before. So I was supposed to get like you get like five, ten minutes before you're set to set up and get all your levels correct. Uh, they didn't give us that. The <laughs> band before us went on a little bit too long, so we didn't have any time to set up. So I didn't get any time to mix my levels. Okay. So as I'm trying to plug all my stuff in, my guitar is playing <laughs> too loud, and I can't hear any of the other band members, which I'm usually following them. So I'm playing off the entire set. Uh and it just ruined the entire set for the entire band. And then shortly after that, I got kicked out. Oh, dang. Yeah. Like, they called me up after that show and were like, yeah, we're kicking you out of the band. Which really made me angry. Like, I was sitting at work when I received the call. Of course they called you. Yeah. And it wasn't, and it was probably my least favorite member of the band who they had call me and tell me that I was kicked <laughs> out of the band. Of course. So, I... Go back and forth with them for a while and basically get to the point to where I'm like, yeah, I don't want you guys playing any of the songs that I had anything to do with uh -huh. by the end of it. And then, like, slam down my phone afterwards and I, not even slam it down. I took my phone, which was some cheap Nokia flip phone, and just throw it to the ground at work and watch it shatter. Nothing shattered. It's a Nokia yeah. flip phone. Yeah. Those things are indestructible. Yeah. And you broke it. I broke it. Dang. I tossed it because it's a, it was a concrete floor and I threw it and it shattered. And I was really, really sad because I was flirting with this other girl. At the <laughs> oh, time no, no, was, no, you don't oh, God, I need her. to fix this thing. Because <laughs> I didn't know her number. That sucks. Cell phones, you know, all of my numbers are saved in there and I was really sad. And I had to buy a new phone. So... I was saving the story for last because it's the best one. Okay. It, it, it's short because we're almost out of time. But uh, I, I don't remember if this was where we are now or in Grace, but I remember the specific concert we went to. I think it was me and my buddies, and it was it was a band. I don't okay. remember what band, but they were playing, and then all of a sudden we hear behind us a guy's like, there he is. I found him. I'm going to make you pay for sleeping with my girlfriend. He went up on stage, and he decked the drummer. Holy cow. Right? Um, he was dragged out very fast. Sounds like it. Wow. I don't know what happened after, but I don't remember if I stuck around to see the rest. And this is part of the reason why Logie does not like going out to band, or going out going out in general I like probably out. um i don't yeah. i don't yeah <laughs> we'll go with that fair i don't know if i've ever like i've been to some shows where some stuff has gone down 
like uh, we were at a show and there was we were watching I don't remember the band myself either but we were watching the band and one of the guys that we were with kept having this guy who was moshing around but the guy was like specifically hitting this guy that was friends with us uh, and he just kept running into him and like trying to knock him over and punch him and stuff like that and so one of our little friends this guy is probably like five five, and he's kind of in the background watching this, and he's getting fired up. Uh-huh. So, and I'm just I'm way off in the back, trying to trying to watch the show, trying to stay out of things because I don't particularly like getting involved in stuff like that unless I have to. And so I'm looking at the stage, watching the band, and then I look back. And my little <gasps> tiny friend has this guy who's probably like at least six foot on the ground and he is pummeling him. Dang. Like beating the living snot out of this guy. And so my other friends that are with us just grab us and pull us out. And we're like, yeah, we need to go now because <laughs> we're going to get kicked out of the show one way or another. But it was it was a crazy experience just seeing how quickly it went from... Okay, I see this guy moshing up against this guy that's with us. I look at the stage and I look back down and he is on the ground bleeding. Dang. Yeah. Like, that is one of the people I'm glad, the little guy, I'm glad that he was my friend. <laughs> so. Yeah. Okay. Man. So, we can we can go ahead and end it here. Or... For a very special friend of ours, I composed a song for them. If if you think it'd be a good idea to recite it to our audience, I feel like that'd be a lovely idea, Logie. Okay, I it, would love to hear that. It, it's called "My Friend's Grandma." All right, let's hear it, Logie. My friend's grandma, she really takes my breath away. She makes me want to stay. My friend's grandma. She's really won my heart. I could go for a French tart. My friend's grandma. <laughs> <laughs> that was great. Thank you. I, I've been preparing that all week. Oh, oh man. All right. I think I, on that note, on that note, I'm done. We're signing off. Thank you guys for listening. Thank you. I mess. See you guys next time. Have a great night. Bye, guys. Later.